Radio, 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 radio. Rachel Hard Podcast. It's your boy Munchie B and my girl Mariah, the princess of the pod. And we got a special guest, my favorite Keyway man, K Boy in the building. What's happening? What's happening, Munchie B? What's the deal? Oh man, same old script, man. I'm happy to have my boy up here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a pleasure. On everything, but uh, that's how we usually kick it off. How was your weekend, Mariah? What you had going? Um, I was deeply sick, so I slept the whole weekend. Oh yeah. I had like a respiratory infection or something, they said. I'm glad I'm glad you got well for uh today for sure, for sure. Absolutely could have missed it for the world, you know. How was your weekend much? Oh, everything was everything. I told you my little hiccup, but and then you know, we got you know, some bad news and we'll touch on that in a minute. But uh what's the deal with you, K boy? How you had what you had going this weekend? I had a few shows. I did a show out in uh in Orange County with Compton A V. Zoe, Sama, Dash, the whole DPG family, and Chef Boy. It was cracking. Oh, okay, nice. okay. That came across my, my Instagram. Yeah, it was cracking. And then on Sunday, I went to uh, Long Beach Club Harbor. They had a little thing. I was I ended up just grabbing a mic and hosting. It, it was turned up. Hey, 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 they, okay, you you know you, you know how to crib walk real well. Yeah. Or I need to find a <laughs> blood that know how to blood walk, and we got to have a battle. That's an easy call. I don't know if you're going to find one, but you know no, 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 what no. it is. No, no, I just thought of that on the spot. But, but, no, I know one. Let me see. They used to say DJ Quick, but he ain't go, you know what I'm saying? But, but, I'm a, I, I, got, I got somebody. Yeah, we go. Let me know. Let's line it up. What? We go. We go. All right, the keyways got to put a bag up. We going to put a bag up. That's easy. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I, I'm confident in the person first because I heard about you was, you was crib walking at the blue carpet thing with Snoop. Oh, Snoop, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, they, they bring you out to, all right. All right, yeah, but uh, what's what, what we on, man? Uh, this weekend, man, we lost my boy, my boy Lil Saudi, in a uh, in, in in a car accident. I really don't know the specifics. I believe he may have fell up, fell asleep behind the wheel, and I just want to send my condolences to him and his family. I know him his brother and sister, you know what I mean. And in his last years, he was uh, you know, he was doing more so the positive thing, you know what I mean, more so. Helping out and on the on the together thing, he fixed Nip uh, Marrow when they got defaced, and he was, you know, what I mean, he had his homies go to the '60s, which is arch enemies of the A Trey Gangsters. With his lead, they followed him over there. You know, what I'm saying, I always want to send my condolences, man, because he a good dude. Him, his brother, his sister, Big Saudi. You know, what I'm saying, I want to send my condolences because uh, that's that's crazy. You know, the day before he buried 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 a friend of his. And this project dropped on the third. I don't got the name. We gonna fact check that. But everybody go get his project that dropped on the third. You know what I'm saying? Seven tracks on there. Too good for hell. Too good for heaven. Too good for hell. One more time. Too good for hell. Too bad for heaven. Too good for hell. Too bad for heaven. And that's our uh, ironic ass fucking title to a, a project. But long live, long live, little Saudi man. Yeah, same one. Yeah. Rest in love. You, you you got any music with Saudi? Nah, we didn't have no music, but what I recently just did, I had him over at Shocker World with me, so I got him billboards all through the city, things like that, of that nature. I had him uh, had a sponsorship for him over there at Shocker World, so okay, okay. that's the last thing that he was doing. Yeah, all right. Long live my bro, man. But uh, I want to know, did y'all hear about what popped off in Alabama? Absolutely. Couldn't miss it. The little, the little broad. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, it's going viral. Yes, the spirit of our ancestors awoken our people. 
Elaborate on that. (laughs) Because we, I I was actually, and this is, I hope no one takes offense to this, but it was so good to see black people sticking together and seeing, you know, they say we don't know how to swim or black people don't be swimming. (laughs) To see that mess across that lake or whatever it was to go help another brother out, that was amazing. Shout out to them. You know how to swim, you know how to swim, K-boy? Yeah. Y'all got to pull at y'all park? No, but I know how to swim, though. Oh, yeah. I know how to swim like a guppy or everything. Black people, <laughs> y'all need Because females ain't going to know how to swim. They, they worried about their hair getting messed up. You have to hop in and say them. I don't care about that. I think I just don't like to, if the once the water reaches my neck, I don't feel like, because then you got to kick, don't you got to paddle and use your arms? I'm going to be, I get tired. So I just stay where my feet could touch. And I ain't that tall, so that I ain't going to go too far. All right. So paint the picture with the bra for me, man. Um, originally, I just seen clips. So I've seen, the first clip I see was the man swimming across the, the pond to get on top of the deck, but they was already brawling before that. Am I right? Hey boy. Yeah, no, the, uh, the white dude came and got, uh, got at the black security guard first. And when so he threw his hat up, it was on. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. I seen, they was getting, they was getting down. So he threw his hat up, it was on. So then the, the white boys, they rushed him. Some other white boys came to help. So he was like getting packed out. And after that, the lady was doing a commentary. She was a hilarious country lady. Like, oh boy, he's swimming across there. So mm-hmm. a young dude swam across there. He got out, but before he swam across there, some other dude came. But I'm thinking he about to come and, and knock him out. He was just breaking them up. They fire on him. <laughs> so the one the dude, he, he, he swam across. Boom, guard. Then it go. It breaks it up from there. It breaks up. Now you see the the, the gangsters come. The country gangsters come. They come out. <laughs> Nigga, they hit the boat and it was on. Nigga, they started whooping everybody ass. Nigga, they was knocking the white ladies out and all that, throwing right, the white so bitches in the in the in the river and all that. I, I, well, what what was the distance? Oh, dude, swim from to the to the to the the dock to to help him. I don't know, but he swam though. He swam like he was like, man, he was he was like forest on feet. <laughs> And keep in mind that was a river. You know, rivers have current, so you against the, and you had enough energy after the fact to still squabble and you know, That's deal what thing. I'm saying because you got you're gonna be drenched after you get out the water. So imagine that, and then you still squabbling after the fact. That's crazy. And then I seen um, white people getting arrested after. I didn't see no black no black person get arrested. So I don't know what's to that situation. Okay, because that was the aggressor. So the police actually did the job. They job the right way this time. That's what it looked like to me. I haven't looked. I haven't fact checked everything, but I did see a bunch yeah, of white people. I wasn't seeing all arrested. that, but the highlight was. No, Uncle Willie's son with that chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. With, chair. with that chair. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it was the chairs. I forgot about yeah. that, Munchie. It was the chair situation, too. Yeah. That dude had that chair. Okay. Like, I had well, to, fold up chairs, you know? No, I had to get that off because I, 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 I was like late to it. And, you know what I'm saying? Somebody texted about it. I'm like, oh, bro, I thought there was something, something that happened. Like, local, you know what I'm saying? How did you feel to uh, be a black person? Man, make 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 us feel it make me feel great. You Knowing that we could come together like that when when it's time because we got so much division. That was that was dope. That made me feel very proud because again, just like he said, um, we were together. No one died. It wasn't no fatalities. It was a it was a positive situation to see us come together. So some little squabbles. That's all. A little fake. You know what I mean? We got yeah. to rough somebody up and then go to go to jail, no cuffs. Yeah, throw a few people in the water. That yeah, right. And fuck around and find out what the situation. That was a situation. That was a situation for right sure. Right there. Mm-hmm. To my black folks out there, you hear me? Yeah. Too black, too black, too strong. <laughs> I know I have to get it that off. But but hey, K boy, man, let us know what you got. Uh, what you been having going recently? And you know what I'm saying, what's up with you though? Mm, I dropped a project called uh, Gangsters Need Love. 
So I switched it up a little bit, mm-hmm. dedicated okay. to the ladies. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Get my get my sing slash rap on my melodic, the melodic side of K boy. Oh yeah, I'm a R and B thug for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I dropped that. Um, I'm getting ready to drop this new uh, song for the ladies again, but it's, I want to see y'all twerk some August 21st. Ladies, it make drops. sure y'all twerk. Yeah, twerk some for me, and really just uh, in my business bag with Shaka. Just making all the plays I can with the team that I got at Shaka Wear, man, a strong marketing team that I'm a part of. I'm the creative director over there, so all the urban and all the rappers that I bring to the table and we all collectively choose. We, we've been doing our thing like that. It's just, you know, doing our thing for the culture. Let's oh, go. yeah, and, and I think you told me uh, you, you brought Saudi aboard on that also, huh? Yep, yep. I had him a part of there. We had a lot of billboards with his face across the city. He had uh, the Shaka T and the glasses on. So uh, I know we're going to do something in, uh, in honor of him, too. I think we're going to just give him a, a real big board, a big uh, big uh, billboard in his neighborhood. Like, I so well, what's the name of the song? Twerk Sim? Yeah. It got to be a video to that. Oh, facts. <laughs> yeah, facts. I know the song is not dropping. Is it a video already? No, no, not yet. But we already caught That's funny you said that. I was. That's why I, when I first walked in, we was talking about it on the phone with the producer. Like, yeah, we about to get that crack. And I think Mariah, you going to be in it? I don't dance. I, you can sit there and sip a drink. You I know can, what I'm saying? Um, I can cute. direct. I like to be, you know, behind the scenes. Nah, you got a face. You got a face made for the camera. Need you in front of the camera. Um, <laughs> I'm real shy. Besides this, I'm real shy. Mm-hmm. I, we gonna yeah. get you in there though. I, I'm I, not even. I'm not even. Hey, look. Since since, since since ADD hit, I call them ADD booties. All the females got they they little they little asses done. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? When he, when he, you know what I'm saying, pop out for a twerk song video, I want to, I want to pull up for yeah, sure. Twerk song. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be something. I'm sure we can find some nice looking ladies. Uh, I could help you, you know. Sculpt- cast them. Yeah, help you all cast. Right. You know, we got to get the ladies up there. Even the little booties matter, first of all, Munchie. They really don't. They really do. They well, really do. if they know how to, like, they just, you know what the song called, you know what I'm saying? Some of them not a twerk. There's some little bitty bras and not a twerk. Okay, let's go back to Juvenile, back that ass up. First of all, nobody had their bodies done. Them ladies in Louisiana was throwing at first of Nah, all. because they from the South and they got that natural thick cornbread, you know what I'm saying? True, but we eat collard greens and cornbread out here too. Not as often. No, they 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 cornbread for sure. They bread bread corn. Okay, I live in the south. It's true. They are they are thick out there. Thicker than the hood day for sure. <laughs> they are thick out there. It's a total different vibe. Yeah. That's hey, true. no, I want to pop out to that video on everything. Yeah, let me know. To, yeah, we trying to figure it out right now. When we walked in, we trying to figure that out right now. I'm trying to trying to find a theme for it and all. I mean, it's twerk something, but you know, you still got to be creative with the videos. Players Club. I got it. No, 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 no. I'm just playing. Don't, no, that, don't that, that's hard. Do, do, do the Players Club thing. Like you dollar bill, you in the office, and they come to try out and next, and one come in and twerk. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, got your, you got your foot up on a desk. That'll be flawed. You know what's hey, so crazy? That's kind of like what we was talking about anyway. Look at us. Look at us. Nah, great minds think alike, though. Great minds think alike. Everything. But they will, hey, 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 no, I need to be in there. I know a couple girls that stick, you know what I'm saying? Hit my DM, y'all, and I'm going to forge y'all to uh, K-Boy, you know what I'm saying? So I can see if y'all make the cut or whatever, or y'all might just come and just get edited out, y'all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, something else I wanted to ask you. I, uh, did you see the the Brick Baby and and Snoopy Badass No Jumper interview? No, I was seeing clips of it, but I really didn't indulge into it too much. Hey, hey one thing about you, you the, you, the, you one of the only L.A. rappers I know that don't have no drama or no back and forth or no beefs or nobody. Yeah, 
we not finna do all that. If it's really that, then we gonna keep it in the streets. Right. You feel me? So I really don't indulge into the internet type shit anyway. That's beautiful. Keep it positive. I love to hear that. Oh, yeah, we got to keep it positive. I mean, shit, we've been negative all our life. But, you know, we can't take it there. But I'd rather not, though. Yeah, you didn't even got to speak about it. We all know that. No, okay. Well, what, but what? I really didn't see it. Why? What happened? No, no, no. It was it was a fiasco. It was, it was... I mean, I seen a little, like like I said, it was like little clips. I heard them talking about uh, the whole thing with C-Mac and his, and his, and his baby mama, the homegirl, Tania. But that was about it. And then I heard... They were trying to say he pressed Big Boy. I don't know. Like I said, I don't really get into politics like that, but I'm probably have to go research it and look at look at it after. I don't the think he pressed Brick Baby. Brick Baby was in his workplace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think that. But I, what I was gonna bring up is like I've been knowing you for a minute now, right? Yeah. And we communicate. I'm talking about like etiquette amongst members. He, he I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blood, and I this that's the first time I ever got tired of hearing blood. Like he said, blood so many times. And where I'm from, like, when you communicating with the opposite, like a crip or anything, you don't blood him, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Because I'm like, because you, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's I've been a form of respect. Right. So, 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 that's why I'm like, I wanted to see if you had, you know what I'm saying, I had seen that or whatever. I didn't, but I'm going to go check it out now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to really go check it out now. No, I was just like, man, because people got to have some type of etiquette, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he a key way. You a, you a Damu and you blooding him. All through the interview, and you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was just crazy. I thought you had probably touched on that fiasco. That shit two hours long, though. I'll get it, though. That shit too long to watch. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a question. Um, so, Shockerware's been around since, what, like the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken? 2004. 2004. Because I remember it went from Pro Club, Pro 5 to Shockerware, right? They all three different things. The three different things? Shocker, they own thing. Okay, I just remember, well, I just remember people starting to, to, yeah, shift, the, to shift gears yeah. to Shockerware. Yeah, the, the, the other one that you said first, they was, was here longer. They yeah, was, yeah, they, yeah. They, was, they came from like in the 80s. Yeah, okay. But Shaka got a tighter neck. The tighter, you know mm -hmm. yeah, Because like, I sometimes like in the winter, I'll get like a, a thick long sleeve, like a black long sleeve. Yeah, we got a, we got a lot of new things and a lot of like great things coming up for the fall. But our quality has like been the best since day one. I mean, that's how that's why the shift was like that. Because mm -hmm. when Shockerware came out, we all shift with that. Yeah. Because so of the material. So the material's dope. So how did that happen? Like your collaboration with them? Well, I really came um, over to Shockerware. People that know who I am, I started off with G Malone with the Blue Division, and Glasses always had ties with Shockerware. They had them all over the city. I mean, everywhere. Uh, billboards, on, mm -hmm. on buses, benches, and all that. And as a young dude, I always wanted my face on something. So fast forward, um, 10 years later, I went, a uh, mutual friend of uh, mine and my manager's name, Dice, got me to meeting. And I was only going for a sponsorship and just to get the billboards. And that's that's what happened. They, they gave me like 14 billboards all over the east side, the low bottom of the east side where I'm from. That was cool. Went over there, took my moms, my family, my girl, my kids, everything. That was, that was cool. We did it up. Then after that, the owners just seen something different in me, and we started off with like being a brand ambassador. That shit was like for like two weeks, and I ended up being a creative director, and we've been locked in ever since. And I've been, you know, creative doing director, my, yeah, doing That's my dope. due diligence to, to bring my knowledge to certain things to them, and we create collectively, and we do some dope shit with each other. How that feel uh, seeing yourself on the billboard, bro? You know, that's that's monumental. You know, it'd be, especially it'd be on, on your time. on your your stomach grounds yeah. where you came from. You look oh, up, yeah. you, you see yourself on that billboard. Especially like one of the areas they put it on Vernon and uh, 
San Pedro, right in the heart of the hood, right before the park, That's right dope. on the corner. So that was dope. So just coming to the hood every day, seeing that, it was dope. And then, like, your kids being able to see that, like, that's that's cool. I know they, they felt cool. Like, look at my daddy, my daddy face right here. So that, that was cool for them, too. It was a surreal thing for my whole family. It was dope, but it just let me know I got way more work to do, too. It's motivating. Yeah, that's that's definitely dope. I, I definitely commend you on that, and I definitely would love um, to see you proceed and take it to higher heights. I appreciate it, and I got y'all some shocker, uh, some shocker wear too. You know, what I, mean? I brought y'all, oh. brought y'all a little shocker yeah. pack too. Good looking, good looking, good looking. Good looking. Yeah, got a little shocker goodies for y'all. Okay, thank you. I appreciate Tell me. it. Let's see what we got. Well, this, what was in the bag? This bunch is you can get them right, right there. Good looking now. Sure thank you. Good. Shout, shout out shocker on everything. I love presents. You want us to open it? Yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> okay. Off my mind, for me, Mariah. Show the camera. No, okay. I ain't gonna drop my drink. I ain't gonna worry about that. That ain't gonna happen. I got a lot of stuff, first of all. This was like Christmas. First of all, I love uh, lavender. Oh, where's the camera, Alex? Yeah, that's that Garmin Dodge Shadow right there. That's like the Perfect. number one seller. You feel that though? Yes. Yeah, going I feel to feel that on much. It. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> you sound like Joey. <laughs> I know her. Baby, going to feel that. Going to feel that. Yeah. Are <laughs> hey, you crazy? Hey, I'm gonna make sure that when I wear my uh, my t-shirts to tag you, and you got the beautiful colors. Check you out. You know the colors the ladies like. Cause yeah, be, be, be sure to tag Shaka also. Absolutely. This is perfect just for work. Check yeah. you out. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I, 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 I put I, I put, I put, put somebody shut out the out, out the out the crevices out the streets uh, in a position. You know what I'm saying? Yes, most nah. definitely. Make make them decisions though. How we open yours, Munchie? Sorry. I'm gonna just have to make a little tear on my Yeah, gonna yeah, gonna tear. It's good. Let me see if I want something much you got in here. Girl boo. <laughs> I'm just messing with I you. Gotta, I gotta rack I gotta rock that next go around. All right, much. Okay, I see you got the white, the um the charcoal, the burgundy, the mm -hmm. red, okay, big lunch, okay. <laughs> check me out, check me out like a survey. Feel the, feel yeah. the materials right there. Okay. Gonna feel that. You feel that? Yeah, nice. You got, you got it all on camera? Yep. On I don't wanna mess up mess it up though. I'm gonna put it back in here. Nice. Thank don't, you. We don't, appreciate you, K boy. Don't steal nothing, Mariah. I did <laughs> I promise I'm on camera. I know your you son sized up. Yeah. You don't give him my shirt. <laughs> I know. This looked like his size. I might have to take one or two. All right. K boy, tell me uh Deshaun. Am I saying his name right again? Yeah. All right, I ran across uh when you had a little rebuttal to, to whatever opinion he had, tell me how that started and how you came before him and then, you know what I mean? Oh, he's talking about uh, Dejon Paul. Okay, Mr. L.A. Report uh, Card. Yeah, 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 a day in L.A. Right. Uh, he had put out a report card, and uh, I wasn't on it at first. So, you know, every rapper feel offend offended that you're not a part of any type of list. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I ended up doing a, a freestyle. So I forgot what, what beat it was, but I made a reference to it ain't no day in L.A. without K-Boy. Hmm. And, and, and uh, a few of the rappers in there, I, I had mentioned their name in a, in a very witty way. You know what I mean? Doing like metaphoric phrases using their name. Mm -hmm. It got his attention. So when it got his attention, he like, all right, for sure. So he put me on the next report card. But when he put me on the next report card, I ended up getting an F. So everybody was hot. Like, how you get an F? 
So I had to respect his opinion because it's just an opinion. Mm-hmm. When he broke down the, the grading scale, I had to agree with everything. I don't drop a lot of music. I haven't dropped a full-length project in a decade. Wow. Um, I don't uh, do a lot of music videos. Um, I'm not a tied to no type of brand. I'm, I'm a tied to Shaka, but I'm not like tied to no label or anything. So I was like, okay, these are the, the areas I lack. So he was using the real old LAUSD school grade system, which averaged out to be an F. So when we sat down, I, you know, I had to respect it, but I was just letting them know that you still, uh, in those categories, those was dope, cool, but you still should uh, grade people on, not just their popularity because, you know, it becomes favoritism, like how you're saying, like, mm-hmm. if it was because of my popularity and my notoriety and my street influence, I should get an A, A, A plus. All right, because everybody, everybody pretty much fuck with you. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. not that. It was about music. So we had to keep it music. And that's what he was trying to say because he said a lot of rappers that's, you know, uh, from the streets was getting very offended, wanted to beat him up, sending threats and all that because he's like, but bro, this is not about the streets. Right. I'm not grading y'all on y'all streets, on y'all street cred. I'm grading on, on y'all music. So I had to respect that. But it was cool. I suppose I like going on this podcast too, like probably later on this month too. So it was cool. I respected it. I just told him that maybe he should do it in, in a different manner because it looked like, it was cloud chasing, which I know that he really cared for the culture, the L.A. culture. You know what I mean? So and he made a point to where I was like, you know what, I got to respect it. He was like, damn, that's crazy because if this was back in the day with the Source magazine and I gave you three mics or, or four mics, y'all was going to respect the decision because it was the Source. But since it's coming from me, y'all really don't know me, y'all, you know, I get hit with all this ridicule. So I had to respect it like that. All right, so, so, so I can't really re- remember, but he had – said what he said and you had a rebuttal about the branding side of things you remember what you said i was saying that like my branding should have been way better because of what i'm doing with shaka right and what i'm doing myself i'm like this is a, a multi-million dollar company that's been around it's a staple of la and i'm helping brand it a lot and i'm you know what i mean i'm bringing the community and the culture back around to shaka because you know they're gonna make money regardless whether i'm there or not but I know that I'm bringing eyeballs to it as far as being a street dude and being from the inner city. So I'm like, my branding should have been at a 10 mm-hmm. because I'm making everybody such as yourself want to know what's going on at Shaka where and why are you there? Why are you in this position? And why this and why that? So you're inquiring, aren't you? So that means I'm doing a good job at branding. So that's what I was telling them. Hey, for one, you made the list. So you, you on the radar, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. for one. And for two, Ari, you said... You didn't have a project for about 10 years, and, and I know why, but you want to elaborate why you, you went on a hiatus for a, a minute? For a long time, Will. Like I said, I started with G Malone and Blue Division. Then uh, I ended up getting shot up. You know what I mean? I had to learn how to walk again. And just trying to create my own movement and my own team, it seemed like it's easy, but it's really not, hmm. especially when you're dealing with different personalities. We always say it's different personalities with women, but with men, it's, it's, it's like that as well, too. And then if you do something with your friends or somebody from your neighborhood, everybody feel entitled. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, all the time. So I was trying to do that shit with my friends from high school. It was cool. You know what I mean? There's no shot at none of them, but it just didn't work out. So I was just in and out. I was being very inconsistent and putting out music. You know what I mean? And then amongst them 10 years, my brother ended up getting killed. And everybody that know me know my brother's my right-hand man. So I really didn't want to do music at all anymore, to be perfectly honest. I went through a suicidal stage. Uh, just going through a lot of things in my personal life, then losing my granny like a year later, 
my stepfather was my uh, my brother's father died two weeks after he died. We had a double funeral. It was like it was just oh we couldn't catch a break as a family. So I was just like fuck music. I was ready just to be back. I still live a regular life. Like you know, what I mean, it looked good, but I was ready to do like how you did. Just go back nine to five. Cool. I'm K boy. Everybody still fuck with me, but for me not to put out music that long and do anything in music and still get the same respect and love, like I put out a project every year. It was it was surreal to me and it was dope and I I received a lot of love so I started doing it again and uh, one of my my boys uh ended up telling me to uh, rap again which is Ray Ray the CEO of uh, FCE that brought out um Kalen for real for real so he the one that started putting money back into me and then when uh, Pooh came back around Glasses Malone older brother they just said we finna ride to the wheels fall off bro hmm. he fuck with me since a teenager and he still believes so. Somebody believe in you as a teenager all the way to your 30s, you got to ride with them. Sometimes I feel like they believe in me more than I believe in myself. That's just being perfectly honest. Man, you know, shout, out, biggest... shout out Poe, man. Shout out Poe and Glasses, man. Yeah, For real. So, Sometimes you need that. No, that reassure facts. me. You, know, you really need mm -hmm. that. Because I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, they, they'll tell you, man, I damn near quit every day. Not realistically, but be like, man, I'm cool. I don't want to do this shit. But then again, I'll be like, I can't waste their time because they really believe in me. I'm my biggest critic. I think that's why a lot of times I don't put out music. I'm my biggest are. critic. Mm -hmm. So, no, but I was just going through a lot, through a whole decade. So, but there was something inside you that that you were able to grab yourself out of that situation. You know, I always talk about God on here, so I'm not trying to get too spiritual. But you know, God had Do a bigger thing. plan for you, and you know, and now we're here sitting with you. No this. facts. I believe in God. Yeah, that's. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. But I do believe in God. I believe it's a, it's a higher it's a higher source, especially after being shot. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, being coherent the whole time until it was time for surgery, and, and hearing wow. the people saying, "Damn, is the bullet there? How did it go right there? Is it in his stomach? How did it go out? Where's the exit?" Oh, so I you're believe, hearing them. I was hearing everything until oh it was time for surgery. Hmm. This is me getting gurneyed all the way in. I remember going through the doors like a movie scene and my mama right there, my girl right there, pops right there and everything. And I knew my my words when I was telling my um my uh my mom's like I'm gonna be alright. And I was. I woke up out of surgery. So so it had to be a higher power because it just let me know that they didn't even know what was going on. But these are the humans though. These mm -hmm. human beings and you know they and they had all type of medical experience and schooling and everything, but you can hear that they was nervous. Hmm. Now they humans too. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. And you said you had to learn how to walk again? Yep. Like a wow. year and a half, almost two years. I got severe you. nerve damage. Like right now, my foot like feel like it's sleep. You know how you got this insane in your foot mm -hmm. sleep? It's been feeling like that ever since twenty ten. Hmm. Wow. Uh, I ain't no for real. I'm glad you recovered and you got back on it on everything, cause I, cause, cause I met you, uh, man, I forget his name when I, when I, when I met you, I was with my boy Woody, yeah, and uh, his boy, he's from the low bottom area, and we did some little shooting over there, off Central and Forty some, and then he like I'm about to pull up on my people's, and that's when we pull up on you, yep. yeah, then yeah, I met you, music that. together, yeah, yeah, on everything, hell yeah, man, no, I'm glad you got back on it though, but uh. Let's see, man. Yeah, no, that no, that shit, that shit crazy. That you need a documentary on that. I'm, I'm stuck on that shit. With the whole, you call that shit like the ten, the ten yard run or something like. No, for real, cause you had a lot going in that uh ten years. Oh yeah, facts. And for you to bounce back. You know, um, speaking, I know you mentioned like suicide a little bit. A lot of people suffer in silence with that, and you know, I know during the pandemic, a lot of people weren't even able to to 
deal with that in a lot of people. And suicide is a very touchy subject for me because I lost my uncle to suicide. And, you know, we all suffer through depression. So to see you here today is like, that's a blessing, man. Yeah, because a lot of people would think me, me out of right. all people that I wouldn't think like that. But, you know, somebody close to you die and, you know, you know how it happened and then you start blaming yourself like, damn, I should have went, I should have did this, I should have did that. If I would have done this, you start putting the blame on yourself, mm -hmm. you know, so... I can only imagine how a lot of people feel in the world when somebody close died to them and they feel like, oh, they could have stopped it or prevented it. So mm -hmm. that's how I was feeling at that moment. Do you ever think like nowadays, is, like are, are, are you already doing this something for the youth to help being that you this was this hit home to you and you've been through a lot? Like something on the suicidal youth? note, no, I haven't done anything for the youth, but I need to. But always like talking to the youth and all that, I'm all, yeah, I always do that. Like I'm even working with a kid right now that got uh, cerebral palsy. Nice. And he's a producer. So me and my older cousin, Paul, we trying to put something together where um, he produced the beats and I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to call out my favorites, some of these rappers and the rap on it. And they have a, a few of these producers to uh, touch it up for us. Like, I try to give back as much as I can. That's that's really dope. Hey, so like, uh, Survivor's Guild is a real thing. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I, I, think, I think I went through that at a point in time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Losing homies, and, you know what I mean? So like, like, you think that's what you felt with your brother? Yeah, no facts. Cause you you think you're supposed to be there, or you think like you should have been gone with them. It'd be crazy. You feel like oh you still here, but they not. Like I don't even remember how many times he got hit, but I know I got hit four. They say four. Oh y'all was together. Oh. No 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 no. We weren't together, but oh, I'm okay, just saying okay, like okay. just separate occasions. Oh okay. I got hit four times, and I think he got hit like five or six. They say I got hit five, but I don't count the grades. But but at that moment, I was frail though. I probably was like a buck twenty. Hmm. And my brother always been a big nigga, so I'm thinking like, oh, he finna, if I survived it, and I survived it close range, like this close. Oh, my goodness. So if I survived it, oh, he gonna survive it. But when he didn't make it, it, it just it just, it just went crazy. And then, you know, my mom, she gonna stay out here, stay in Vegas, so for me to pick up the phone, I'll tell my mom hmm. that her son gone. Crazy. My brother. That's like, that's a hard thing to, it's a hard thing to do. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Like... Um, I was just talking to my grandmother the other day, and she only has four sons, her black sons, one of them being my father. And out of her four sons, all of them been shot. And that's typically the story in, in, when raising a child in Los Angeles are like, you in know, inner in city, any period. inner city, any yeah. ghetto or anything like that, like or what you, whatever you choose to call it. Um, typically, you know, and being a mom of a teenager now, it's scary. Like, <laughs> I got my eyes on him like a hawk. I don't even, and I try not to be overbearing so he can learn his lessons, but it's scary. Like, Hearing your story, like I hear these stories all the time, even Munchie's story, and I get like, "What could I do different?" You get anxiety. Much, yeah, it, it gets it gives me a lot of anxiety. You know, even as a black father, I got I got teenage sons. So the, how many kids you got, bro? Six. So damn, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I I feel like the Kevin Hart uh, interview yeah. uh, when he was like, how old are you? Kevin was like, damn. damn. <laughs> hey, no, because I know he a hands-on dad. You feel me? I'm like, okay, oh, he got six. Hey, but okay, you you from the inner city, your family is, you 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 uh you gang affiliate, get you a part of a gang. How you keep your, your son away from it? Cause you know, like this shit could be appealing to some people, you know what I mean? Well, you're right. So how you, so how you, so how you funny, man, me and my, look, me and my big bro, my manager, pool, we, we get into it a lot of times, but I've done a great job of keeping my sons away from it. They think it's dumb, but you know, sometimes they, they, they first of all, what's the ratio? How many sons? Three. 
Okay. Ooh. Three boys, three girls. So I'm going to break it down like this. So my girl already had a son. That's my son. Uh, I came around at four months. Me and his pops were real close, but that's still my son, and we we claim the kid together. Mm-hmm. Not his biological father. father. All right. Then I have my two twins. Those are mine, my twin boys. They 17. The first one is 19. He in college doing his thing, play ball. Shout out him, man. Stand out student nice. and all that. What sport he play? Football. All right. Okay. So, um, Proceed. My twin sons, they just turned 17. They about to be seniors this year. One of the twins always on the honor roll. The other one do good, but you can tell he's a reflection of me. He the one who want to do music. So that's the one that's rapping right now. You know what I mean? So then I got my, my oldest daughter, which is she just turned 14. They say she's just like me, the girl <laughs> version of me. I have my baby. That's that, that's my world. She's six. You know I mean, that's Carly Rose. But the sixth kid come in where I took my daughter's best friend in. So that's my daughter. I mean, she came to my house three years ago and then ain't never left. I come from a family like that. So, so that's my daughter as well. Oh, that's dope, bro. Mm-hmm. So, that's hard. You know, she touched my heart when she told me she want to change her last name to mine. She oh, don't call beautiful. me Mr. Ken, Mr. K, but she called me dad. So that's my child too. That's so beautiful. That's why I have six of them. So I don't never just be like, no, nah, I just got four. I always say six. You know what I mean? Hey, when your, when your documentary coming, you, you, you need a doc, bro. That's amazing. I yeah, mean, we just should fatherhood. be working on no, for real. Yeah, no fatherhood is is really like the that, that that's the hood that's more in person than my set. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I fuck with that hood because and it keep me grounded. Difficult. Yeah, and it keep me grounded. But back to your question is, um, I never hide anything from none of my children. So by me going through it, I feel like they went through it as well. So they know that their uncle died from this. They know that their daddy got shot from this. So it's not appealing to them. Now, sometimes, you know, since I never hide anything from when they see shit, they may get influenced by it a little bit. Because, you know, like I said, my big bro, Pooh, he be telling me, like, hey, go check your son's page, man. Look what he's, look how he's spelling. So I be telling them that, like. Oh, the F-U-C-C's. And yeah, I say, you can't do like that because they're going to automatically affiliate you with me because I'm your father. Mm-hmm. And they thinking that I'm instilling that into you. But it's not just me. It's even the uncles around and all that. So I tell them, like, man, it's really you know, you spell back, B-A-C-K. That's how you spell it correctly. Because you're going to keep spelling it like that. Somebody's going to think that you're affiliated. But even on a, a different note, like for your professionalism, you might turn in a paper spelling like that because you get so immune to typing like that. Mm-hmm. So I get on them like that. But as far as if they even want to be a part of it, nah, they cool on it. They'd rather be just cool. Dude. I told them it's cool to be the cool kid. Just yes. be cool. We did all that for y'all already. For real. And it's cool to have everybody else around that did it for you because you got everything. They got everything around them. Crips, bloods, all type of stuff. Belizeans, mm-hmm. you feel me? Everything. So y'all got it all. Y'all Haitians, y'all don't even got to do any of that. All you got to do is make a phone call or send a text out. We coming. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to focus on school, though. That's the main thing is focus on school, um, learning how to be a man, teaching them that, uh, going out to work for what you need to get. You know what I mean? So that's what I still into my boys. And the girls, I just try to keep them away from the most ratchet activity as possible. You know what I mean? Especially with this internet. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to you. Hey, see, for the girls, please, please know when y'all singing these songs, all these women that's rapping these these rap songs, they, they want to be in love or they got husbands. So they just entertain They're just entertainers. Mm-hmm. I tell my daughters all the time, it's just entertainment. Cardi have a husband. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Nicki Minaj have a husband. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's her name? Even the city girls. The, the, won't the city love. girl just went off. She yeah. just went off at the awards about her dude. She, you know oh, what I'm saying? Or like, so all these girls, they won't love or they in love or they married. Like a lot of us in love. That's why that my man uh, mm-hmm. soundbite is 
all over the world because nigga, she love her nigga. Right. I think the best thing with like kids is to be honest with them with a lot of topics and. I mean, certain things is obviously not for the kids, but like as I'm, I'm, I'm growing up with my son too. I had him young. I don't know if you did. You have your your kids young? Did well, you but it was I wasn't a teenager, but yeah, I had him young. I think when I first was probably going into twenty. I was turning twenty. So yeah, he was fairly young yeah. still. You know, me and Munchie was in high school. And we had our kids, mm-hmm. not our kids together, obviously. But my daughter was at my high school graduation. Yeah, my son was at my high school graduation and took a picture of me at prom. So, wow. Yeah, so not and that's not a good thing. And I've said it on this podcast, um, an interview I did with Alex alone. Like that's why I try to be involved as much as I can and not try to show that I'm your friend because kids get it like misconstrued. They no facts. They think that yeah. I tell yeah. them all the time because I'm the cool dad, but I say no to a lot of shit. Me too. I said, that phone is <laughs> mine. That I let phone. him. I, I'm laying with the phone, but I'm not. going places. Yeah, daddy be saying I no. I'm like, where's that? Dad, man, I'd be like, nope, the whoop de whoops is right there. Nope, nope, the whoop de whoops right there. Nope, nope, that's whoop de whoop hood. They'd be like, dang, we can't. I said, nope, we can't go nowhere. Hey, but see, that helped that you tapped in and you know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, they can't tell you, like, Look, you. Recent. So, what's so crazy is since we talking about that, it was an incident, right? Mm-hmm. They were calling much. It was an incident. So, one of my sons threw a ball at a girl. She thought she was blood affiliated. You know what I mean? They go to school in Inglewood. So, when she said where she was from, I immediately tapped in. That's good to be tapped in. You right. Know exactly who I was talking about. And it ended all that real fast. Because that could have went bad. It could have got, oh, it would have got ugly. Because mm-hmm. I would have sent a thousand of my kind. Because niggas ain't planning about their kids. Not about mm-hmm. my child. I was willing to do life and I was willing to end mine for my mm-hmm. child. Don't threaten my child over something that was an accident. And I know this particular twin did it on accident because he's not even like that. They day and night. Mm-hmm. One is too cool for school. He don't even want to talk. He's very, he's an introvert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know if he did it, it was actually, if it was the other one, maybe I would have been like, he did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But it was the twin that's an introvert. So yeah, I, but I call and that's good to have people. So people be mad about people having relations with other people. Because I'm telling you this right now. They probably talking crazy right now about this interview because I'm with Munchie. Because I know a lot of people dislike him. But at the end of the day, everybody have friends. Or everybody has somebody or family or somebody they know from the so-called other side. So sometimes, that's why I don't like politics. I don't get into shit. Because I'd be like, bro, everybody I know from each side of the spectrum of the tracks and this gangbanger shit know somebody or deal with somebody from the so-called other side. It's just niggas want to pick and choose who they want to dislike the most. And mm-hmm. that should be weird to me. See, 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 see. It took maturity with me with that, right? But see, tell them how, uh, or with Nipsey and Joe Moses, you put that together with them. Yeah. No, no facts. So just by me knowing the shit, I know both sides. Um, niggas want to do music. It's music. Music music and sports bring nigga humanity together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, yes. a, it's a universal language. So, yeah, niggas from the other side, but they be respecting everybody hustles. So a little quick brief story. I knew Joe and Nip. I was doing a lot of shit with Joey at this time, though. I was going to record with them a lot when they started the AOB shit. I was there, like, from the beginning. Um, he wanted to do a song with Nip. Um, it just so happened that I'm like, I'll be right back. I go. Nip is in Crenshaw. He on Crenshaw Slauson. I do the protocol thing. I see Big U. I ask Unk first. I'm like, hey, yo, Unk, man, uh, Joe Moses want to do a song with Nip, but you know even VN. But Unk already knew who he was because he fucked with Joey's dad. He fucked with Big Joe Bucket. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Joe so, Bucket. So you was like, make it happen. 
Like, so that was just cool. It was coincidental that they already had, like, low-key family ties, and they didn't even know that. Like, they daddies already fucked with each other in the street back in the day. So I brought Nip over there. Uh, Nip was on some, like, hey, bro, you sure they ain't going to trip? I'm like, look, fool, at the end of the day, these niggas is fans. Niggas don't like to get called fans, but I'm a fan of a lot of niggas' music. It's okay. Right. Like, niggas be thinking that if you call a nigga a fan, that nigga, you soft, or you a sucker, or you a buster. Right. We got a fucked up mentality. I'm like, bro, they are fans. They actually want you to be here. Mm-hmm. So we go. Of course, when you go, you from the other side, everybody, you know, got their mean face on and all that. Nip going there. <laughs> he do the most extra out verse. The, 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 the famous one with the two braids out my S-hack, his neighborhood, I, I repped that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Why would he do that? He hop out the booth. Like an awkward moment of silence. Then it's like, oh, bloods, that shit was hard. <laughs> All the niggas like, nigga, on oh, bloods, nigga, that shit hard. Nigga, whoopty whoop, whoop, nigga, What's I'm whoopty whoop, I'm whoopty whoop. And he just like, yeah, like, well, net, whoop, whoop. They all were on a mixtape together, right? DJ Mustard did it through a mixtape, wasn't it? Like Joe Moses, YG, Nipsey. But that was, but that was later on. That was later on when they all, yeah. This, I, I started the relationship. Okay, that's dope. I brought it together. You know what I mean? And ever since then, they've been locked in. You know, a lot of people be like, man, why they don't bring? I said, bro, I'm. I'm grown enough to know and understand when you don't have anything going on, you see how long I done do music, why would they call me out to perform if I'm not having no music? So sometimes niggas be like, man, then you hooked him up? Man, that nigga Joe Moses called Nipsey out, nigga, for a show. I'm like, bro, they got records out. It was right. dope. To right me, on. I felt like I did my job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I helped build a dope relationship from two dudes from uh, a different side of the track, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And that was a, we never could, and then we actually did a song that, that day. I mean, it never came out. We was trying to do the video, but it never happened because it was hard to keep the dissing down uh-huh. in the video. What like, you, uh, in the you, video. You know, hand signals. Oh, yeah, them, it's yeah. hard. Like, it was hard. And I went to both sides. See, my, my part was going to be dope because I can go to everybody's hood. My hood, Vans, mm-hmm. and the 60s. But they wasn't going to, even though they was cool, they wasn't going to be able to do that because it was still a lot of reputable niggas that was out at that time that wasn't like, nah, we ain't going to do that. So I was like, I was trying to do the video. It was just hard to tell niggas not to diss each other and still do the video with each other. That was going to be weird. So we just never did the video. Where the record at? Uh, I think it just happened to just be up on YouTube and it's on accident. It's called Flags Up. It's me, Joey, and a Nipsey. That's it never sucks. even got pushed like that. It's just somebody put it on the internet. It didn't even get the, like, the recognition it was supposed to get. It's called Flags Up. Like, you can see it on the internet. You can type it up on YouTube. Yeah, that would have been a viral viral video, but that yeah, that, that it was kind of like that shit was gonna be hard, kind of hard. Yeah, cause you really can't. And who am I to tell a nigga not to be in his element? Yeah, you you would have to use a gang of blurring, like you know what I'm saying. That should have been whack. I used to hate going. Do you remember Club Empire? Did y'all used to go to Empire? That I remember used to be that. Lit. Okay, every I remember Nipsey used to be there a lot. Like AOB, all of them used to be up there a lot. I used to go there a little brief moment of my life. And um, it was like one point in time they start playing uh, Boosie, and then everybody gets to start throwing ga- game banging. I'm out. I'm gone. Cause then that's when everything gets set off. Everybody's getting along. Well, you then, can't mix yes, games and liquor at all. And drugs and game drugs. That's what you can't do. Because no, nah, cause niggas will be respectable and be on the other side and be like, okay, they in here, we in here. But once that liquor and gang drugs get involved, it's kind of hard because somebody gonna throw up something that somebody gonna like and, and it's on. So you can't really you can't you can't mix drugs and gang and, and, and liquor with your own homies. Mm-mm. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna get turned up in the hood with that. So hey, it's crazy. You know what? What like it used to be a big function, and you might not know who all in there at the time, but you know a song used to always like let people know who in there. 
Nah, hell no. Nah. We fly. Uh, rolling. Like, oh, yeah, they ain't here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? We didn't, we, everybody having a good time. We didn't know. It's so big and so many people we didn't know. Like, oh, yeah, they ain't here. No, no, you get the grouping up. Like, oh, yeah, they ain't here. So, you know what I'm saying? That was because everybody switched the words. Yeah. Right. Because were saying, move it. Right, right. <laughs> Even when I went to, uh, I went to school over there towards like, like, uh, the, the, the 60s, and they used to play that song. What, what's the, the tips you do? They used to like everybody in the, in the club, club late like 60s. Yeah, Jaquan, yeah. I was like, man. That, was, that used to be crazy back in the club. And that was ringtones and shit. They were like everybody in the club. You know what was, what used to, like, we used to go to, like, um, AV's events. Um, come to AV, yeah. AV. I'm not AV. Oh, yeah, yeah. LMKR. Yeah. yeah, so they had Crack Radio. One of my homegirls was, like, from Crack Radio. So I used to go to the little functions with her. But it's so many different people from different areas in there. You don't know until they play a certain song. Like, then you out of there. I used to see, if I see one overly tough dude, I'm in the car, I'm gone. Like how you said, it's always cool to the one song come on yep. or too many, too many shots. It's mm -hmm. a wrap. You gotta just you gotta pick your battles. That's all. But yeah, no, nah, it be them songs that that, that yeah. tell tell though that kick it off. <laughs> yes. What you say? What you say? Pull be the songs that uh <laughs> make you wanna drive in the gutter lane and throw your shit up. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, but other than that, man, it was cool. I felt like I helped you know build a dope relationship. Man, it's man, it's a lot. You right? I should do a documentary, man. But you, you know, definitely gotta do that. It's a lot, man. I did the same thing with Nip and uh, J Rock. You feel me? Like it was a lot of shit. Yeah, that's that's that it hit different with with Joey and 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 Ned because so they close. they 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 rival hoods. You know what I'm saying? You know J Rock and Watson. Yeah. They and then you know Ned he went to school with Watson dudes. That's why he got Killer Twan on his roster and yeah, he got J Rock the uh, bodyguard. Body, so he got relationships with Watson. But when Where you he, go Mark Twain, I think you went to Mark Twain. Markham. Markham. Yeah, he went to Markham. So. Like nah, that 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 that's that's like history when you got a VNG and a, and a sixty on the same song. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that was dope. And they actually yeah. fuck with each other. Yeah, I think so. But they fucked with each other like on a real personal level. It wasn't just no music shit. So I was happy for that because we all fuck with each other like personally. So mm -hmm. it, it's love. Everything. I love to I hear that. I love to hear that because yeah. we don't get to hear enough stories like this. Honestly, I think people have a different perception of. Um, California as a whole too, like we just can't get along. You can't go here, you can't go there, which is true to a certain extent. But people are able to get along from different areas, like and we don't get to hear these stories. But enough. when you think about it, it it's, it's happened because you had you had uh I think C J Mac from sixty was signed to Mac Ten at one point. Yeah, who banging records? Okay, and then you got West Westside Connection. You know, uh, Dub C's from where he from. Mm -hmm. And then you got Mac Ten where he from, and they came together as a group. Mm -hmm. And then you got—I don't think it was that way how it is today with the insanes and twenties beefing. But, but you know, Snoop Dogg signed uh, Trade E. But I don't know if back then there was beefing like they do today. You know what I'm saying? They always had tension, but I think that was the reason for doing the group to right. settle the tension back then, and it worked. That's why on one, that's why the second album, Deuces and Trades, the old-fashioned way, because they did you know get along. You know a lot of. A lot of these beefs, niggas be friends at first with the hoods, and then something happened, transpired, and niggas don't get along no more. But that's why niggas need to learn their history about their gang or what, you know what I mean, their areas and shit. But yeah, so it did happen. That's why I said music is a universal language. It'll help niggas, it'll help bridge the gap. Everybody's not gonna be with it. We understand that, but we here to touch as many souls as possible. You know, Nip said that a lot. Like, I know he read it before but you know the highest human act is to inspire mm -hmm. and that's what we're here for 
So I took that and ran with it. Like you have to inspire somebody. Like, like even say that in a rap. Like people just now listening to him. It's like, uh, what is it? A uh, hustle, and motivate. Like, take you across some tracks, make you expose your rays. But then, it, then he dub back. He say, but now you got a soul to save. If y'all get that line, it's basically like, all right. Took you across the track, made you go do what you gotta do. But now your job is since you took a life or you did what you did on, on your so-called enemy, you gotta go save a soul now. All right. And I feel like we have to, cause you gotta save something, bro. Cause we can't keep sending niggas down a path of destruction. Like so, Ain't that's no. why I like doing shit like this because, like I said, everybody not gonna agree with it. It's gonna be some, you know, funny saying comments. But at the end of the day, it needs to be like this because yeah, everybody don't get along. But at the end of the day, we need to show that niggas can come together as black men because at the end of the day, it's just gonna be us in a minute. Like they not seeing that. Like that river shit was funny and all that, but I feel like that's gonna spiral something. So guess what? They got their ass whooped and it went viral, right? Just like us. If I if a nigga is ass whooped and it go viral. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna get killed later on. Because yeah. it's hmm. embarrassment. Nobody's right. like to me. I don't give a fuck what race, what gang you from, nationality, creed, or color. Nobody likes to be embarrassed. And the internet is a tool where you can get embarrassed. They got their ass well. You don't think some some tough ass white dudes is gonna go pick a fight with somebody with some other black dude? So I feel like it's gonna spiral. But I'm only saying that to say that we need to come together sometime. And niggas be thinking that coming together is be like, let's hold hands and sing kumbaya. Like, niggas hate the word peace treaty. Like, if you're a member, niggas hate that. It just look like you just a, a mark. But it's like, nah, bro. It's just unity. And the peace is for the children. It's in the community. It's for the kids to be able to go to my park without the ops coming through shooting at my park and vice versa. Because the kids are there. That's what I be looking at now as a grown-up. But some niggas are still ain't with it. And it's cool. I tell niggas that it's cool, too. You know, mm -hmm. to each his own. It's cool too, but this is what I'm pushing. If you ain't with that, then you just ain't with that. But this is what I'm pushing though. You feel me? Like I said, I don't be trying to make niggas be friends with everybody. That's what I'm not doing. Like I say, don't hold hands and sing kumbaya, but let's respect the nigga though. Show respect. I think a big problem is like ego and pride. Um, um, one thing that you had, we were talking, you had said something in it, and I wanted to touch on this. You were saying, um, I can't even remember, and I don't want to say it and get it wrong. But one thing that is, instead of teaching our kids like um, about like the, like the internet and you how you had mentioned like the internet, and it was something in history, I was going to put it together. But anyways, to the internet, one thing that these kids need to know is everything that they do is on that phone. When I, I mentioned earlier, I take them phones. Like yeah, I don't play right. that phone stuff. Yeah. The Instagram, my son's not allowed to be on Instagram. I don't care what anybody says to each his own. I don't play that with mine because... I think that kids are not responsible enough to be on social media and not put incriminating stuff on the phones. Like everybody wants to be have this big old like tough ego, be overly tough. It's another kid at school wanted to be super duper tough, and that goes it goes so far and beyond. And so last year with the school, it was so much incidents happening with my son and the school. I had I'm like, what, what y'all gonna do about this mentorship? Like, why is there nobody up here talking to them? Because so many black kids don't have fathers. And um, we got they got a little mentorship program started, and I think that's a big thing we need to teach our kids. Like, well, they got one at my at my son's school, but I'm heavily involved. Like, but you have probably yeah, I'm heavily involved. Like, when, when we get the calls, I go. You are involved, but you know what about that kid? That's that parent that isn't involved. No, you're right. So that's like I said, the mentorships, and you know what? Low key, this year while they in, in 12th grade, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna just start doing that a lot because kids do need to. You know, I mean, we had to set. My, my daughter just had a party, huh? We had to. We had to talk to some kids. My, my my daughter party went viral too. Like I said, damn. Okay, you are your daddy's child, but 
kids still, like how you said, they still wanted to be tough. They still thought they were from somewhere. And I'd be laughing because I'm like, bro, you're not about none of this. But right. we still have to talk to them and, and you know, and, and, and separate certain kids from each other because they thought they was from where, you know, what they said. Some probably was, but I know it has a lot to do with their family mm -hmm. and their upbringing and their background. And I get it, but I'm like, not here, not in my daughter's shit because mm -hmm. we don't condone that. But like how you said, but... If it wasn't dudes like me there and my, my bro Pooh and my big homies from my hood that came and that's like in their children's lives, it would have been chaotic. So you're right. So we need to still talk to them because somebody not talking to them. Because if somebody was talking to them, they would have known not to bring that bullshit here. Because mm -hmm. I talk to my kids. Hey, you don't go, you know, you, you don't start the shit. If you got to finish it, yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, somebody put their hands on you. Cool. But if you can, walk away from the situation. That's what I teach them. Like, Everybody be thinking that we be just doing hardcore shit all the time, and it don't be like that, because I want to see my kids. So speaking of unity, like when you see other black men anywhere in LA, like do you automatically have to have your guard up, or at what point do we look at each other and be like, it's a brotherhood out here? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that because it's sad, but you do gotta have your guard up. Mm -hmm. I just told, I just told bro a story that I had. I went to a party, but show energy. So I master energy i feel like i mastered it great me i'm the person that's like i'm not doing this to be tough but i feel like anywhere i'm at if i really necessarily have to stop at that store i'm not finna drive two miles somewhere else because i feel like it's niggas outside i know how to control the energy so i'm in a party and i know it's some some dudes they keep looking at me but i'm like damn i'm with my own girl so i'm like okay how i'm finna do this because they own me i'm like they couldn't know who i am Cause I do do music, so I always gotta think that. I, I, people do know who K-Boy is. I am fucking popular, so I'm like, okay. It could be I know music. Then the second thing is like, damn, are they, I, I really feel I don't have eyes, but you know, I got eyes by default from where I'm from. So I'm right. like, damn, okay, mm -hmm. damn. It's these niggas, why they on me like that? And that's the scariest part of being popular. Is everybody know me and what I look like, but I don't know what everybody else look like. Mm -hmm. So I said, how am I gonna do this? So what I do, I approach them with a different energy, like, what's up, bro? What's cracking with y'all? Y'all good? I'm like, man, I just noticed we keep making eye contact. We obviously here for the same person for this birthday party. You know what I mean? It's all good. Y'all from this area? We was in Carson, like, no, nah, from Westside Power. I'm like, oh, it's cool, nigga. I know a gang of Westside Power. I'm Eastside K-Boy. Tell them where I'm from, you know what I mean? But I mellowed the energy down. I didn't even go over there like, what's happening with y'all? Because that would have got them aggressive. Mm -hmm. I let them know that I ain't on that type of time. We can get on that type of time, but we here for the same person. When I did that, we were cool. We had a cool party. Niggas laughing and shit. Niggas offering me a drink. Niggas and all that. They probably did their research. Just so happened, three Westside Power Rules came in, embraced me, showed me love. They're like, okay, you do fuck with the homies. But that's me, mastering energy. I do that at stores. I'm like, shh, I might about to bounce out. I might hit them with the, hey, what's cracking with my niggas on? No, no, nobody right there. I change their energy. They be like, <laughs> it make a nigga go, do you know that nigga? You know that nigga? <laughs> hey, hold on, am I mistaken? You, 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 uh, you, you got a video with, with my boy Two P's in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, long live two peas. Yeah, yeah, you you had you, peas, had, you yeah. had you had a video with the West Sides in it. So yeah. much, I want you to answer that same question. What's that? Um basically what I asked him is like, you know, as far as you being you being popular too, like when you go places, like is your guard automatically do you have to always feel like your guard is hundred percent up? Do you have to look at other uh, black men like these days uh, my approach is way different now based on my situation. 
So it'll be it's different than what it was then, but like majority of times I'll be with me and a female. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I go to interviews, just be me and a female, I don't come thirty deep or whatever. And then, you know, when when certain situations, I mean certain environments cause for certain things, I'll come, you know what I'm saying, with but you know what I'm saying, the homies or whatever, but you know, like partic- like if you're from LA, I don't go to the Fox Hills more. You know what I mean? Because I'm not about to go with my mama, a female, my daughter, you know what I'm saying, getting into no mix. So you just gotta have awareness and know what what's what and what's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not messing with certain areas, stopping at certain stores and then oh, your energy, you know what I'm saying? If you're somebody else's neighborhood, I'm not coming off extra. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what's up, bro? I'm Munchy B, you know what I'm saying? And and that's what it is. So nobody don't feel disrespected and things like that. You just gotta know how to carry yourself though. Yeah. But I notice when I go places with just me and my boy Baby Dot, just us two, like it don't never be nothing. I don't care who hood it is. But if I go with a million homies, it it kicks off. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like me myself, I carry myself straight. Like you know what I mean? It it, it, it be cool though. But you know I be I I don't go to the popular malls. You know what I'm saying? I don't, when I'm trying to get my hair cut, I'm trying to get my hair cut. I ain't trying to bump into nobody. I'm trying to go eat with my kids. I'm trying to go eat. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know what I'm saying? I, I pick where I go and, you know, so I just move with awareness. You know, that's how I do it. No, that's that's smart. And I'll answer the same question just being a female because certain women, I get along with majority everybody, women, everybody of all colors, shape, size, whatever. I think most women think when they approach me, like let's say I'm somewhere at a restaurant in the bathroom or something, a girl may look at me be thinking that I have an attitude or I'm stuck up whole time. I'm a compliment you on your shoes. I purposely do that if I make eye contact with somebody like, oh, I like your hair, I like this. Cause I don't know why it is, but people automatically assume that maybe I look a certain way. And Females are catty though. Yeah, I'm totally not. I, I don't look at other women or especially black women as my like, we're enemies you you know i'm gonna make fun of something you got i don't look at i don't i don't just disgrace anybody you know i look at we on the same level i don't think i'm better than anybody so if i go in the room nine times out of ten i'm not gonna lie i squint a lot because of my vision is terrible if i don't have my glasses on i can't see but if i make eye contact with you i'm gonna smile i'm gonna compliment you whatever the case may be and i try to keep it moving like i try to always have good energy wherever i go and keep it moving like i don't like to Nah, energy is everything. Mm-hmm. Energy, man, you gotta, you gotta learn how to master that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing a great job in mastering it because I'm telling you, you can alter a whole nigga's process thinking. Just imagine me walking and going to an Inglewood store, and I'm a no crib. Yeah, maybe a few of them know me, but they don't. And then they gonna know I'm not from over there anyway. It's just certain auras that nigga have. If I step out and I be like, "What's happening with y'all brothers?" It's gonna fuck them up because they gonna be like, "Huh." They don't even know how to come mm-hmm. at you aggressive no more. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's up? They still probably gonna hit me like, what's bracking and all that, but it's, it's gonna be different. They gonna be aggressive if I pop out like, what's. I notice my choice of words. I notice this because I've been doing it for so long. If I hit a nigga with like, what's happening? Oh, I know. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's about to be on. Hmm. And if a nigga was happening me too like that, but if you're the nigga like, what's up, bro? How you doing? Or how you feeling? What up? What's up, my nigga though? I don't even know him. It's different because I, like how you say, nigga, I, I pick my shit. I know what areas I'm in. I don't give a fuck if I feel like everybody know me and everybody fuck with me. That's cool, Munchie. Like, that's cool, but I got shot up before. Mm-hmm. And I thought everybody fucked with me. You know what I mean? So I just be on guard like that. But nine times out of ten, I just, I'm so grown now. I know in LA, we feel like we got to stay. You know, a lot of niggas say they keep it, but they really don't. Like, I do keep it a lot, but if I feel like I got to go with a blower, then maybe I shouldn't be going. That means I don't trust nobody in the area. Mm-hmm. That's my way of thinking now. Like, if I got, if I need my blower, that means I don't trust the niggas that I'm going around. Hmm. I'm gonna that means I'm gonna this. do something to somebody, 
or I'm going to be forced to have to use it because I'm not going to use it. It's not for play. This ain't mm -hmm. for show off. So if something happens, I'm going to have to use it. So I'll be like, 9 out of 10, maybe I don't need to be going. If I need it, then I don't, I don't need to go. Um, when I was living, I lived in Georgia for three years, so that's the open carry. I had to get a gun because it was just me and my two kids. Um, I didn't go nowhere without it at one point. Like, and it didn't make me feel comfortable. I was paranoid even carrying a pistol on me just because I'm a woman. Like, this is not even a soft thing that I normally do. Mm. Like, it but don't I make me paranoid. It make me feel like I have to use it because okay. it's on me. Yeah, see, and that's and that's crazy because I low-key be looking for shit, low-key. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie man, to you, my energy different. I low-key be like, I wish a nigga would say something right now. For a man, it's totally different. I don't, I don't like guns. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It, I, I had to make sure my gun had a safety on it just in case it, I throw it in my purse. Like a, we carry gang stuff in our purse, that thing go right. off. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't make me feel good. When I got back out here, I definitely didn't go nowhere without the gun. And now it's a, we in, I'm in a different state now. I get pulled over, it's over with. Like I'm getting, I'm in a we lot of trouble. You need that over carry. People don't see I, my my shit. My, my take on it, I always feel like they feel like man, it's gonna be wild wild west. I said nah, cause guess what? Nine times out of ten, when you pull up. You think a nigga 13 deep, you think everybody got one, only two niggas got it, mm -hmm. right? So just imagine pulling up somebody's store, and you can see it because it's open carry. Absolutely. And all of y'all got it too. We all going to be like, you know what? We all got one. Everybody don't Everybody don't go to the uh, the range, and everybody ain't from the Westerns, nigga. And I'm, and I'm talking about the old Western days. Like, nigga, everybody <laughs> wow, ain't wow, quick wow. on the draw, you feel me? So... Because when I go to certain places like that where it's open carry, where I've been in these certain states like Arizona and all that, and even mm -hmm. in Vegas they have it now, it's like, you be like, all right, I'm a, you kind of skeptical or even looking at somebody the wrong way. Yeah, because even though, like how you said, even the woman in Arizona, I seen a white lady with her kid, nigga, she had her holster, she had it, nigga, right here on the stroller and all that too, like... Oh yeah, it's you're gonna normal. be skeptical about coming up to somebody when you know they have a pistol the and South, they legally can use it. In the South, the people that working at the store got it on them. I'm yeah. sure at Waffle House they got it on them. So everybody, so I could see that. I could see that. It's too. less crime. They're, they think it's gonna be more crime. See, when it's, I was it's in kind of fifty fifty because they know that everybody got it and then it it, it, it could happen. Yeah. So it's, you know what I'm saying? They, we go tread lightly. It was going up though. When I was out there, it was still a lot of. That's when everything was like kicking off. Too, no, but it still go up. But like, yeah. at the end of the day, you can't stop violence. Period. But yeah. it it is simmer. I'm telling you, it'll simmer it down. But I, what my dad had told me because my dad is from the streets. He's like, just get something to push somebody back enough, like to protect you. You don't need something. That's a lot of niggas out here, forty two pump fake a lot because they don't mm -hmm. have it. Mariah, you a girl? Put it, put it, put them down. Because <laughs> first of all, if, if you pulling it out, you trying to protect yourself anyway. It ain't like you a gangbanger looking for a, a, a op. So mm. somebody evidently approaching you. So put them down. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I've been in situations, like I told, I think I shared it with you before. I've been in situations where I felt like my life was in danger. Yeah, but at the, like, I'm never telling nobody, please don't ever approach me. I'm not sweet. Like, I, it ain't like that. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it ain't never like that. But I am crazy. Like, I, I ain't all the way at there. At all costs. At all costs. But I'm saying, in my mind, like, it doesn't make me feel good as a human being. Like, oh, shit, dang, no. I can take a life. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Not saying, like, I, I won't do something because I know I'm you ain't about situation. to pop a nigga and make a song about it and shit, but <laughs> I'm saying, nah. you know what I'm you gotta protect yourself. Guess what, though? They don't tell us this. It's not normal. It's not normal. You're not supposed to feel that way. It's not normal. Like how you said, you know, before we was on there, like, it's a sickness when certain people do certain, certain that nigga is not normal. Like, we're not in war. We're not even going to, like, Iraq or none of that. We're not fighting for our country or none of that shit. It's not normal mm -hmm. to just bust on somebody and, and kill it. That's not normal. It's not normal. Mm -hmm. But we normalized it, but it's really not normal at all. It's I really want, it's really normalized, though. 
I want to say this. Yeah, we we normalize it, but it's not normal. Okay, so we were all were brought up by our parents or whoever was our caretaker, right? We can't control where we were brought up or where we were raised, right? But you're raised where you're raised, he's raised where he's raised. And at some point, you protect in this area or this turf, and now it becomes like, oh, you can't come over here, you can't come over here, this side can't come with this side. Like, my mom and my parents are from, like, enemy territory. My mom's on the streets, my dad was. And my mom is from a whole, totally different race. So that looked crazy back in, like, the days, like, you know? And I, when I try to break this down to my son, I'm like, it sounds crazy for, for you to go try to represent any, any type of area that you, what, what property do you own? I try to break it down to him like that. And some people, even when I try to talk to other kids, they don't like when I, the way I say it. And maybe I don't know if I'm coming off offensive to either one of y'all, but I try to break it down like that to, to other people too. And I don't know if y'all get where I'm going with this. Like we can't control where we come from. No, you're right. We, yeah, absolutely. but they need to retire that the property do you own and all that stuff. Hey, cause, cause where I'm from, shit, it's homeowners. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they've been over there since the sixties and you know what I mean? They, they've been going to these schools and, and raised over here. So they feel like these are stubborn grounds. They don't want these dudes tagging on our walls and they feel offended. Now that, that I can agree with. Happen. You know what I'm saying? So they be like, who owns stuff? I mean, where I'm from, like my big homies got barbershops and bakeries See, in, in, in my hood. Yeah, like, I can you know agree I mean? with that. Then like, I can agree. I can agree. I can agree with that. But 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 it, it, man, to, to to wrap it all up, like the game, game banging is really like it's more of a negative thing than a positive because you know people lose their life and it be senseless. And then a lot of people get put on don't even know nigga the history of their hood and why they beefing who they beefing with. But it, it like you know some people find. They they family within that you know what I'm saying they mm-hmm. they start for different reasons or you know what I mean they they mama was at work they didn't have no daddy and then you know the park babysitted them and guess what the homies hang at the park so yeah. it be it be stuff like that but you know but overall I, my thing is I think you should stay away from it you know what I mean yeah I advise mm-hmm. a lot of niggas to stay away from it and then you know we you know it, it look it look cool like in the beginning you see. The homies, they selling the, the, the dope. They got the, the, the fly cars, the females. They like the bad boys. You know what I mean? So that's like appealing. But like that that be on us, though. We got to stop glamorizing it. Just like the... Yes. And then, you know what I mean? Got to gotta stop that shit. Because even like if I do a song or a K-Boy do a song, we just, it, we just it's, it's the realism. Like we just rapping what we went through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like we just like, you know what I'm saying? Hand pump to it. Like, yeah, come get put on. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I don't recruit homies no more. I don't be convincing people to get put on and shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but but when they do get put on, it they come holler at me. I tell them like, like you know what I'm saying? I tell them what what's up. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, my biggest advice is tell them after they let, see this and they always tell nigga just be yourself. Cause everybody play a role. Yeah. In respective neighborhood. Like you could be the nigga who got the sack. You could be the nigga who got all the girls. You could be the squabbler. You could be the shooter. You could be the nigga who make plays for the set. You could the be rapper. Yeah, the rapper. Like everybody play they, they play their role. And then some niggas is all stars. They can mm-hmm. do it all. You know what I mean? But that's that's very seldom though that you that you got a lot of all stars from one neighborhood. So I tell niggas be yourself because just look in the mirror. You be able to, don't be no crash course dummy or none of that shit. Don't let a nigga tell you what you have to do or none of that. Because like, I've never been like that. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna do how I feel. But that's how a nigga respect the nigga. I move with a certain level of respect and dignity throughout the whole city and all the sub-cities around Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, man, just be yourself. You can look yourself in the mirror. Don't let nobody pressure you to do nothing. Because when I was younger, I low-key was a pressure case. But it's like, nah, after that, because you're going to find yourself in a rut that you can't get out of 
all because of, of you trying to impress this other man. We start, you know, we're not gonna say it on here because you know we we get canceled. But yeah, trying to impress another man kind of uh, weird to me. Amen. Absolutely. And I hope what you guys heard, what I was trying to say, I am coming from a mother's perspective, too. So, like, I'm never trying to be offensive towards anybody. I'm just no, 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 perspective. Like, you know. Um, no, you, didn't, you didn't offend us at all, Queen. Okay. And just making sure, you know, I don't ever want to do that. But um, another light with crime comes jail. And someone got sentenced to 10 years to um, today. Did you hear about that? My nigga Tori. Free Tory. Free Tory Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Free Tory, man. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, I don't like to get into political type yeah. shit. I just, I don't think he's going to do the whole 10. That's just me because, you know, as a, of his celebrity. And, man, it's just, the, the case seemed kind of weird. You know what I mean? You know, allegedly. Yeah. That's what he was charged with. But, man, man, free that man so he can come out, man, and finish uh, taking care of his family, doing his thing, man, and, and let that woman go on and live her life as well, too. So yeah. that shit was kind of weird. I just stopped listening to the case. I don't even like being in nobody's case and none of that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. my prayers are with everybody involved, honestly. I the, 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 the bag mama said she be telling her son that, that daddy at work and all that. Nobody want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Free him so he can get back to being a daddy. Scratch the music. Let him get back to his family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got it. No hood like fatherhood and motherhood. Nah, for sure. My prayers are with everybody involved, honestly. That's that's crazy. Honestly. So what happened? I said my prayers are with everybody. I said my prayers are with everybody. I don't want to So you want to get into the political shit? I don't want to get into I don't want to get, not political, I'm sorry. I don't want to get too deep into it because it's a woman. Because we wasn't there. And it's two different, it's like three different stories. Was you there? So you think, so so you think, I'll get into the political. Listen, first of all, if you look at the case, man, oh, you FaceTime this man and asked and, and, and had him come over there. Okay, he got over there. And then your assistant, you were supposed to leave with, he telling you to leave because you can't handle your alcohol. Leave, leave, leave. You take all your th belongings out of the trunk of the, of, the, of the car you in and put it in his driver's trunk. Let your assistant leave. Okay, and then when he tell his boy, his driver, to take you home, you leave, you and your friend, and halfway there you say, Oh, I'm missing one of my slippers and come back. You come back and, and, and cause a ruckus, and now both of y'all gotta leave because you did di you disrupt somebody home. And on the way back, that happens. Okay, you had an opportunity to leave, bro. Like you was gone. Your ride left. That's one. And then you left the premises. That's two. So, like, come on, man. Somebody gotta. Have I don't know what happened, but I'm I, just following I, I, the, the, I the facts think, of the case, think, though. I don't think they shot her though. Man. I think that it was just too much liquor involved, and yeah. that's just what it was. It's too many. Did you follow the case? It's too many stories, I, I and because I thought I thought he was gonna get let off, could it seem like the little baby shot her? <laughs> Hold on, but the dude from the balcony had his own account, and he seen it. Then he switched the story up. So, man, people just gotta take accountability. Like, man, Megan should have been like, I was faded. You know what I mean? It went too far. So you really think her road dog is gonna side with him over her? So that's where it gets tricky at, like, and then be on the phone with him instead of her. Right. We know how this girl code go. So, nigga, that's her road dog. But they don't even talk no more because she's still dealing with this man. So you really think he did it? I think he was just covering up for her because she the one who really did it. Because I heard her baby was a jealous girl anyway. Yeah. Man. Man. 
Since we, nah. had to, since we had to get into it, you feel me? I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think bro See, did I it. I don't even want to get my, because I, I heard a different story. I thought that the girl and and Megan both were dealing with her. It was like some Yeah, was, so, so at the end of the day, it was some dick and pussy yeah, shit. Yeah, that's That should never happen. And, and and this what happened. And now my nigga got to do this 10 Don't years from what my man. <laughs> I'm going to be the one that bring it to you. So, that's, that, so that's what happened. And then, well, shit, that gun, that must have been a cap gun. Because we just talked about me being shot. And, it didn't, and, and I didn't walk the next day. You hear me? Mm-hmm. It almost took two years. And she was twerking the next day. Yeah, week. she had Megan knees the next day. And look, I love Megan with her thick ass. You hear me? But nah, man, that's crazy to me. Oh, that's Yeah, man, I don't even like getting into a friend. Like I said, get yeah, back to your cause, kids. Because uh, the thing is, she's a woman, and at the end of the day, like, it's, it's too much stuff. I don't know. That case was all over the place. I don't know yeah, what the hell it happened. Too much. It should have been a mistrial. Right. There's too much Should. stuff going on. Realistically, it was too many stories. I want to know how many women was on that jury. That 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 because because that's what it was. That, that should have been a mistrial, bro. Because we're it, in the. This is a feminist time, you know. This is so you know that like what you said. How many um, women were on the jury? Because mm-hmm. you know they everything's pro this, pro that, cancel this, cancel that, which is the stupidest thing ever. See it here. We, we got we in a double standard uh, era, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want equal rights, but you know females. They, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I like to be a woman. I don't. I don't want to compete with no man. Or not. Let me just Thank that you. part. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna step back when I need to. I don't. Mm-mm. Really and that's appreciate it. it. Yeah, yes. appreciate Let women like that. Because the, the females, uh, I don't need no uh, NRGGA. Uh, 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 you know how the females is these mm-hmm. days. You know what I'm saying? But you, but you, but you need our money though. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I I work. I don't need nobody's money. That's, That's right. I work. Give me my dude, give me my round of applause uh-huh. right now, cause I cause I come after work up here. Yeah. No 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 no. So I applaud you. that. And the good mothers. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I appreciate it. And the good fathers, man. Cause the homie yeah. hands on. I didn't know he had six. <laughs> Munchie's still on the six. You're like, a good father too, Munchie. Yeah man. Oh yeah. This shit hard. This shit, this father's shit hard. My 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 oldest nigga gave me a run. What, what is she now? Seventeen. Next month she's seventeen. Seventeen. This is she's this is her senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you getting up there, Munch? You getting old? I know, man. I, but, but but father, this 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 parenthood shit is hard, bro. Man, it, it, it ain't it ain't it ain't easy at all. Mm-mm. No one could have ever prepared me for this. Yeah, man. I'm you know my phone's going off too. Really, I'm getting texts. Yeah, man. I gotta go do something for right now. She talking about going to get her hair done and all that type of stuff. So yeah. I wish my dad could pay for my hair. That's why I need a son, man. All them deposits. You know what I'm saying? My son is a size 12 in shoes. I don't even know how you do it. You say you got three boys. My son is 13 and he's not even done growing yet. He's a size 12. I'm over it. Like, <laughs> I'm over it. That's that's where all the money going right now. My daughter, she's still a little cute princess. Cool. We 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 good over there. Her, him. Maybe I have a son one day. That's like taking care of another grown man. Like, oh, here we go. If Tori, if Tori shot my daughter, I don't even know why I let him be. Hold on, hold on. I would, I would, I would get the truth on my daughter and tell her to tell the exact truth. Right, thought I said that. That was me. Who said that? Oh, that was Pope. <laughs> uh, 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 Pope. Uh, Pope He's still stuck on it. Cause look, look, cause look that's, a, no, that's, a, that's another hands-on father, and he got a daughter that he loves okay, very so dearly, got, so he be always want to put these scenarios. Man, I'm not finna get back into this, man. Don't we got something else to talk about? I got seven sisters and no brothers, okay? No, you got six sisters. I got 
I always say seven, huh? Because it's, mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. Yeah, you the seven. Thank you, Munchie. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I always do that. Yeah, so many of us. Because my mom be taking in so many other kids, so you know how that go. But um, yeah, it just just tell the truth. You know, that's what we're going to say. Stick to that, you know? Yeah, I don't want to. I, I, I would get the truth from my daughter, and I would have her tell it, you know what I'm saying? And then I would handle it once the case is done, you know what I'm saying? But, uh. Yeah, this seem like a rap, like them condoms some of these dudes don't be wearing, but you know what I mean? We, we, <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 we, hey, we had a good one with my boy K-Boy, man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for coming it. through. My favorite kid way and all that, man. Hopefully, yeah. people will embrace that, you know what I'm saying? From the other side, you know what I'm saying? We collaborating and dialoguing and all that, you know what I'm saying? This is this good business right here. This is a beautiful thing to see as yeah. a fellow sister over here. I love to see this. Love everything, love man. Let, let me get a hand clap, Alex, love everything. Yes. Love, 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 for sure. I give them all your social medias, bro. Man, Eastside Cayboy, that's my handle. Instagram is Eastside underscore Cayboy. Oh, it ain't Twitter no more. It's X, right? So it's 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 this Eastside Cayboy one word. I never had Twitter. Wow. You gotta make one, man. Yeah. nobody gonna follow me. Make me an X. That sounds so like. Sounds weird, don't? Yeah, like. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say what I thought. But yeah, Eastside Cayboy, man, I am your favorite Eastside nigga, Eastside Cayboy. You hear me? I heard you. And good looking out, bro, for coming through with the merch. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. fucking with this though, bro. Yeah. You're going to shock the world with your shocker. Yup, 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 yup. Shout out Shocky. Rich for Life Podcast with Rich at Heart Podcast. Here I go with the fatty shit. <laughs> Every yeah, time, yeah. Uh, What's your Instagram? Yeah, What's your yeah. Instagram? All right, MB underscore the mayor, Twitter and X. It's called, I mean, X and Instagram now. <laughs> baby. MB, under, MB underscore the mayor at inst, on Instagram and X. That just sound weird saying that X shit. Um, all I got is Instagram. And make sure y'all buy my book on Amazon. It's, click the link in my bio. That book been out for a little minute. But my Instagram is underscore Mariah with four H's underscore. Have a blessed. Huh? What's the name of your book? Oh, the... the Dang, I was about to say the heart. You messed me up, Munchie. I'm not even, water I'm drinking water. The water, <laughs> dehydrated. Um, It's called The Rose That Blossomed Into Me. It's just a poetry book, you know. It's it's like a replica of Tupac's. Um, the Rose That Grew the From Concrete. The Rose That Grew From Concrete, yeah. So you have my, I really need handwriting through that in there. Yeah. But I got some more books dropping and I'm, I'll be ghostwriting for people every now and then. So yeah. Shut up. Okay, okay. All right, man, we up out of here. Yeah, all right.